From the art of the deal to keeping it real. Keeping it real. Live from the Simply Vegas studios, it's The Power Move with John Gafford. Back again, back again, back again for another exciting episode of The Power Move. I am, as always, your host, John Gafford. To my left, Colt. Close up Amadon is what we're going with today. <laughs> Cole? Yeah, because because here's the thing. Normally, if you ever watch if you watch this on YouTube, we've given Colt kind of the wide shot, which I'm still in it. And I just decided that you know what? Maybe maybe it's time like Cole, Cole deserved his own shot. I like the white shot though. Yeah, no, but you're back now. You have your oh, own yeah. shot. But you, see, now I just see you. No, Literally, man. if you're watching this on YouTube, Colt is going to be <laughs> staring, staring at the monitor, which is which is going to be which is going to be terrible. Which is going to be terrible. Yeah, it is that. So not with us today though. Out because he's on a literally on a yacht. In uh, in the Bahamas, let's not let him. Yeah, he had to fly commercial airline. I know he had to fly commercial. Uh, So Chris Connell Esquire not with us today, but sitting in his chair is. My man, John Nelson, who I like to call John works here. He is the, what I like to call the, what's your flipping excuse agent. And what I mean by that is uh, when you talk to John and you hear a little bit about him, uh, you don't have an excuse if you're an agent, if you do what John does um, and how that goes. So a couple things, John, I want to help you out. First of all, welcome to the show. Glad to have you. Thank you, but thank you. Yep. Happy to have you sit in with us this week. A couple things we are going to need you to do though. Okay. Because one of the things that Chris (laughs) always brings to the show is there's at least a, there's at least two or three Scrabble words that he brings that we don't know what the hell he's talking about. Okay, as we go along, so I okay. took the liberty today. All right, of I, I ripped off four words. All right, and I am going to do you a little bit of a solid as I wrote what they actually meant. So I'm going to need you when I kind of give you the set. No, you can't look at him because then you know what they mean. You don't explain to Colt what they mean. But yeah, as it comes up, I'm going to need you to just because I, as I kind of point at you, I'm going to need you to just kind of use one of those words okay. in a sentence. Um, and, and so. We won't lose the integrity <laughs> yeah, uh, of what we normally have. The yeah, smart people yeah, that well, listen to us. Exactly. You know, we, what if I can't say them properly, though? That's not my problem. My problem would have been the same thing. Yeah, like, no, no, uh, that, no, that's okay. We just, we just want to keep, keep the purity of the show going on. Now, okay. the topic for today's show is uh, actually, you know, here's the deal, man. Always we want to entertain first and educate second because, I mean, if this isn't entertaining, you're not paying any attention. Right. You're just not. So. But I am going to talk about a serious subject today. Um, and I made a post yesterday on, on, on Instagram. If you don't follow me, it's the John Gafford uh, on Instagram. And I made a post where I put a picture of me from a day that I was in a photo shoot. And uh, that day uh, that I had that photo shoot done, man, I was in uh, uh, several times a year I get, I get nailed with uh, the doldrums, the blues, uh, the funk, my wife calls it, whatever it is. And it's crippling, man. I go down for weeks at a time. I mean, it could, it could take 10 days. It could take seven days. It just depends. We're literally, man, I don't want to do, I can't, I barely leave the house. I don't want to get off the couch. Like the blues just sit on me. So I, I did a post yesterday where I said, Hey, look at this guy, calm, cool, collected in this photograph. But the reality of it is I was in the middle of a funk when I did this, I could barely get off the couch and you know, things aren't always as they, as they seem on right. social media. And if this is something that, uh, you know, that plagues you as well, you know, A, you're not alone. Um, B, good days around the corner. And most importantly, uh, you know, I, I've got some things that I use and I do uh, to get me out of those things. And I said, if anybody's interested in that, let me know. And man, I got blown up. Hmm. I mean, I, I got straight. It, it was, you know, I wasn't, I wasn't, when I do stuff like that, it's part of one of my, you'll, you'll hear why I did that when we go through one of these things. Because, yeah, I was a little funky last week too, but you'll hear why I do that in a minute. But as we go through that, you know, it was, the response was overwhelming for me. And a lot of high level people that I know were like, bro, me too, me too. Like the mm-hmm. same thing, same thing. And, uh, and everybody wanted me to share kind of what I do. I mean, what about you, Colt? Does that ever hit you? I thought this was going to be a episode about marrying crazy Latinas. Since we brought John <laughs> well, no, but well, I guess, in guess that case, you don't have deep. to, oh, that's true. That. That's a good point. You know, we can get to that later as you guys be married yeah. to crazy Latinas, yeah. which we can. Yeah. There but, we go. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I think, um, I think it was a masculinity thing, right? Not to show that to people. And I think that the more and more you see people with, uh, you know, maybe higher power, stuff like that, uh, 
open up and see it that I think the majority of people do it and have to go through it. And there's times that it'll hit me for a month where I'm just like, I don't want to be around people. Mm -hmm. I mean, it hit me and John went to dinner one night and I was just in a shitty mood for no reason. I know I probably came off that, you know, when we went to Javier's, but it does, it hits me. And I think that, you know, I try to mask it up and cover it, but you know, that's why I head out of town a lot. It's just to clear my mind. So if I don't go out of town for four or five days yeah. to clear my mind, it might last a whole month yeah. of, of doing it. So, <laughs> you know, I think that you, you just got to kind of step back and, you know, reevaluate what's going on. But I mean, and it's a lot of times it's nothing bad going well, on. No, 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 no. What I'm going to talk about that. That's the worst thing is, is it actually yeah. hits when life is going yeah. great is the weird thing. Uh, first of all, this weekend, apologies to you and your wife. I, again, I was a little bit of a funk. I, I don't know, man. I'll go 50, 50 with you on responsibility for what happened this weekend. Cause oh, uh, me? Yes. Yeah, yeah, no. So <laughs> it's yeah, 100% yeah. on all of us. No, 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 well, no, 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 no. So Colt's, Colt's wife and Colt huge invite boxing. me and my wife out. They're a huge boxing fan to watch the Canelo fight. And, you know, you understand, like, we live in Vegas, right? So when there's an event somewhere, it's right. like a big deal, man. There's, like, it's carving yeah. stations, and there's, like, all yeah. this stuff. And, like, I mean, it's a big deal, yep. right? You go and, yep. like, especially if you can't go to the actual event, the, like, sub-events the are parties. pretty amazing. Yeah, they're, right. they're like, mm-hmm. little lounge parties yeah. or exciting. They're yeah. fun times. They're fun times. Too much fun. Open bars. Yeah, 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 it's yeah, unbelievable. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, people get dressed at a hilt and everything, and, you know, it's on you, but. Yeah, we kind of made a mistake this weekend. Well, so so Colt <laughs> calls me up and he says, "Hey, you know, you want to go to this Canelo fight party at, at Park MGM?" I'm like, "Sure." How much is it? He's like, "It's like 140 bucks or whatever it was a person, whatever it was." And I'm like, "Yeah, put us in for two. And as soon as I said yes, I was kind of like, "Man, I don't." I, again, I was in kind of a funk. I'm like, "I don't even really want to even leave the house." You know, this is it. So I'm like, "Well, okay," but I'm like, "I'm going to arduously drag myself through this." So I'm like, let's make a phone call down there and see what we're It's probably about. gonna bring you in a better mood. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Just to get out a little right. bit and see you a little bit. But then I call down there and I'm like, uh, so we're talking about going to di- get eat some food. And I'm like, well, let's see what uh, let me just see what kind of food they have yeah, before yeah. we go. Right. Because I mean, if it sucks, we can go eat somewhere else. So I call down the park and I'm like, you know, what are we working with like food and beverage for this thing? And the chick's like, nah, it's just to get and watch television. <laughs> I'm like, what? She goes, yeah, it's really? just yeah, 140 bucks to go just to go watch television. Each, to watch television. Each, to go watch television. And we sat there and he calls me. I go, there's absolutely no way. Like, you know, you've been, we've all been to a yeah, Super there Bowl. Should, yes. There should be some sort of food, food. there. No, 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 there's nothing. It was, they had three big screens in the uh, Where was this at? Arena. The park? This was at Park. Yeah. It's getting crazy here. Uh, because, dude. Right? And, it is it's crazy. It used to be you'd go somewhere and you'd have for one hundred and fifty dollars you'd get the full spread. You'd have red carpet. Yeah. Everything. No, now nothing. it's like, oh, you know, like we're going to um, what's that new place called? Uh, Delilah's on Friday. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. nice, nice. You know how hard it was to get in there. Oh yeah, yeah it's hard. So I had to call one of my top clients and I said, hey, I've called everybody that I know, and some people make decisions in this valley. Yeah, mm. get me in this. My wife wants to go there. We want to go. No, yep. nobody could get us in. He called me about a week and a half later and said, hey, I got us in. I mm-hmm. said, how? He goes, it went all the way to the top. Yeah. 10 years ago, it wasn't like no. that. By the, by, by the, by the, by the way, it better, be, it better be gold it better be flavored. Gold. Yeah. Everything better be perfect. But I, I got to tell you, see, real quick, though, I just realized we didn't finish your introduction. The reason that I called John the What's Your Excuse Agent, people are like, why am I listening to What's Your Excuse Agent? The guy's full of excuses. No, 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 that's not what I meant. <laughs> what I meant was John is one of our top producing agents. And, and for those of you just listening in or don't know a lot about some of the businesses that we own, um, I own a very large real estate brokerage here in Las Vegas, Simply Vegas. It's the top luxury firm in town. Uh, I've got some just straight killers that work here. I mean, we just, when I say killers, I, I don't mean they're bad people. I mean, they're just crushing the checkbook like nobody's mm-hmm. business. And they do a great job and just have unbelievable businesses. John is one of those agents. But the reason I call him the What's Your Excuse agent is because John works a full-time job for the city of North Las Vegas. And it's one of those jobs where when he gets to the end of it where he doesn't have to do it anymore, like the, like the perks and everything and the benefits are going to be amazing for the rest of his life, which is why he's pot committed and hasn't been able to quit. Right. He's, he's like, <laughs> 2008 place. Yeah, well. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So every time I see him, I'm like, how much time you got left brother? Like we're in prison. He's like, got a year and a half, man. And I'm out. And that's how it is. But no. Right. So every time I hear agents make excuses about not having resources and time and everything else, John's, he's married. He got kids. He works a full-time job and he still crushes it. Don't we do but so I'm trying to sell it. Well. And he, he, he lives like an hour. 
Yeah, it's, it's far deep. possible it's, it's, from it's, the it's, day job. It takes it's, forever. Yeah, it's what far time possible. What do you wake up? Every day. This morning I was up at 3.30. There you go. So I'm usually up between 4 and 5 every day, seven <sighs> days a week. And it drives Lorraine nuts. 3.30, American time. Uh, yeah, yeah, it's because the oh, time change. Bad. It's crazy. So I was up at 3.30. But, but in all fairness, I was in bed by 7.45. <laughs> Naturally. I felt yeah. it, that drives Lorraine nuts too. Yeah, yeah. Because right. she's she wants just like, to go out and... No, no, not, not on a work not. night. When we were first together, yes. Yeah. Every yeah. single night we went out. And it would it would literally I would be we'd be out till one or two in the morning on a weeknight. Oh, okay. God. And I would be up at four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> oh, God. And it was just like she didn't understand that. But yeah. I mean at the end of the day, no, there's no excuses. There's, there's no, no excuses. I don't take excuses. My no, kids you, my kids know that. No. When you said a few weeks ago when your kids have to be out when they're eighteen years old, one hundred percent believer in that. Yeah. My son left when he was 18 years old and two months mm -hmm. into the Navy. The hardest day of my life. The whole family was crying. How that, okay, real quick. How's your son fit in a ship? How tall is yeah, he? Yeah, God. Six foot eight. Six eight. Mm -hmm. He's got to be the tallest one in his class. 100%. Oh, by yeah. far. He just got, he's he's in the pictures. A, the pictures. Yeah. Are like, there's John he, the, That picture with your buddies in California, that's yeah. how I am. I'm like this. <laughs> Looking straight up at him. Gentle giant. That's Which is crazy. You know what's so funny is... Everybody we hang out with, like, I'm the shortest one. Yeah, I'm six you are. Two. No, Scott's the shortest oh, okay. one. Okay. Scott's always <laughs> but shortest. Isn't that crazy to think, like, I'm six two and I'm the shortest? He how, is the shortest how tall one. are you? Six, I'm six four. Six yeah, four. All right. Six four and a half. Lorena says six five. All right. Oh, well, let's, let, let's get back on topic here because I do want to talk about this. But again, so the first thing when it talks about this, and you call it depression, call it phone call, it whatever you want, is the weird thing about me, man, is it normally hits me not when necessarily things are going wrong. Right. It hits me when things are going well. And the thing I always think about when that happens is, I, I'm going I'm to talk a lot about a lot of weird movie quotes as we go along, but I always think about The Doors, that movie, when Jim Morrison at one point, I don't know if this is an exact quote, please don't hit me up in the DMs and say, you screwed that quote up. I don't know. <laughs> but he said something like, I have the soul of a poet, or I'm sorry, I have, the, I have the mind of a poet with the soul of a clown always programmed to screw up at the most in-depth times, right? <laughs> right? And I think part of that goes along with another movie quote, which is an Al Pacino movie, which, which was called Two for the Money, about, about gamblers, right? And at one point, Al Pacino goes to a... Uh, He's looking for one of the words. He's going to try to scare Well, I'm just trying to see when you're going to, I mean, you're really, yeah, I went deep on those. I went deep on those. Yes, I am elucidating on this. That's well done. Well, see, it's like, it's like he's here. It's great. It's like, Chris was here. He's like, he's still here. But, um, in that movie, they go to a gambler's anonymous meeting and he says like, look, here's the deal. You're not addicted to gambling. You're addicted to losing because you never feel more alive when things are going wrong and you got to scramble to get yourself out of them. Mm -hmm. And I do find that to be something that I have a tendency to occasionally do, which is self-sabotage, because I do feel when you reach a certain point of success, you got to kind of create. I find myself creating drama where I don't need to create right. drama just for no reason. Yeah. And so if everybody thinks that like, oh, well, the world has to be going against you for this to happen, that's not no. necessarily true at all. No, not at all. And like you said, a lot of times it's when things are going great. I mean, right. some, some of my biggest paycheck months, I'm like, uh, in, you know, in a funk when I've, my wife's you know, it's, great. It's, it's almost like, everything. and then, then you'll have people tell you, well, you don't appreciate what you have. Well, it's not yeah. that. No, no, it's not that at all. Cause I've had great or months where I'm the same or, thing where yeah. I'm just like, like, man, it's like, and I, I get so bored yeah. with things very that, easily. It, well, that well that brings me to another part, which is which is a big part of, of life, I think, in having that. And granted, look, there's going to be people listening to this that have had major tragedy in their life, have right. had major yeah. setbacks, and I understand that. I'm not belittling that. I'm not saying that that one is the other. But I, I think I think the I think the I think the physiology once you get depressed is kind of the same. I think the mindset becomes the same. I think the actions to get out of it become the same. Mm -hmm. Absolutely, but. I think when you look at how you get there, I think I think top performers can this this can happen too because you run out of competition. You know, you look at like like older people tend to pass away very shortly after they retire. Right. When they lose that kind of purpose and they lose that fight and they lose mm -hmm. that goals and they lose that stuff, that's when things start to go south. And I think as you as you gain a lot of success with whatever you're doing, all of a sudden you kind of stop and you're like why am I doing this? Right. Like what, what, yeah. what is, why, why am I doing this? Like right. I just hit this major milestone or hit this achievement and I don't know what I'm like. Why am I even doing you, this? You think that you're just always reaching for something better. You're always, do you think you have si such high expectations that when something amazing is happening, you're still not 
yes. happy with yourself. Yes. yes. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, I, I think there, I think there's a, I think there's a lot of, a lot, a, I think there's a lot of stuff with that, but I also think that, you know, for me, like when, when you lose the excitement of achievement, you lose the excitement of, of, of competition, right. you lose the excitement of winning. If, if you will, if you lose that, what I tend to do, and especially in a town like Las Vegas, this can be bad, <laughs> which is you look for, you look for dopamine shots wherever you can get them. And no people probably hear that and like, Oh God, did he just say dope? No, that's not what I'm talking <laughs> right. about. What I'm talking about is, is, is mental stimulus of your brain. And in Vegas, there's a lot of ways you can get that. I mean, people chase it with booze, people chase it with, you know, gambling, um, women, but women, adrenaline, yeah. adrenaline, but yeah, yeah, there's all kinds of stuff, but you know, most, you know, you chase it with your phone. I mean, the yeah. dopamine, you know, you get it when you get those likes, you get those right. thumbs up, you get those shares. That's a yeah. dopamine shot that you How, get. So people don't know this about John, John Nelson. We got two Johns here. Hey, we're John, John party. what was your previous career? What did you do in your twenties? Adrenaline. Oh, as far as, well, I still worked at the city, but I also did stunts for Harley Davidson on motorcycles. So that was a huge, that was a huge thrill, huge risk. I mean, it was every day. I mean, I rode motorcycles every single day, no matter what the weather was, no matter how cold it was, no matter how much it was raining every single day. And it was, it was an addiction, dopamine Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, because I would be on the freeway doing, you know, 80 miles an hour on the way to work, mind you, in a wheelie for four or five miles, going between cars, going up the off ramps, because I was I was a decent rider. Yeah. And it came to a point that I got hit by a car. So that sort of woke me up with a one year old son at home. Oh God. So it sort of took me to a point to where I was like, you know what, this is awesome. But this is going to kill you. And you're just gonna leave your kid without a dad. Yeah. Yeah. So from that point on, I would trailer my motorcycle everywhere. And I sort of after I got done with my contracts, I just sort of let it fizzle away. So yeah. how'd you replace that adrenaline? Because that's why I find like got I, married I know to a, a Cuban. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> you know, okay. <laughs> so the, okay, this is oh geez. Okay, so you have to understand. We talk for the, John. I don't know how much you listen, bro. But we literally talk about Colt almost getting murdered every single week. That's why I said which, John's in the now, same now, boat now, as me. John now, is married <laughs> to a spicy little hey, Cuban. I am that very day. quiet and a very tame person. <laughs> Lorena saw me pouting yesterday, and she goes. Uh, she goes, what, why don't you, because she knows I hate my current car. Right? Yeah. I haven't, I've had it for six months, and I keep upping the, the DMV registration thing because I don't want to register it. Right. Uh. Like, got something to buy it, right? So I'm selling it tomorrow, finally. She goes, why don't you get the, the new Defender? And I was like, because the new, and I like them. Right. But I said, the new Defender isn't the old Defender. Right. I said, no. if I'm going to get a Defender, I'm going to get an old one because those are dope. Get the right? 90, bro. The 90. Yes. Or no, I the said, one, no, eat, no, screw the 90, get the 110. I you love, gotta get a right hand drive 110. That's I love, and, and so sh- I've replaced it with vehicles, right. to be honest with you. Have you? Mm-hmm. Because I get new, you, you see my vehicles every few months. It's like, what are you driving now? Right. You got a new, new Jeep. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love the Jeep. Miss the Jeep. She goes, why don't you get the new Jeep 392? I know. I'm like, I think I am. But here's, so that's but, how I replaced it. But here's yeah. the issue, though. When you go from trying to replace shots of dof- dopamine or endorphins in your brain, right. and then you kind of run out of things, you got two choices. You're either going to go left into doing some really right. bad stuff to right. try to chase yeah. those highs. Or you're just going to kind of say, man, I, I'm you know, nothing's getting me there anymore. And I mean, right. I get to the point where, you know, and I don't know if you can sympathize with this, but when I get down to my phones, man, I find myself like compulsively on my phone. Like, oh, yeah. I'm just like surfing Instagram. Like, Are I you? can't, I can't even stop. Hmm. Like, I'm just looking at the next thing and looking at the next thing. Like, Probably the next thing. It crazy. To the point where I'm just like, ah, I got to drop my phone. Right. Like, ah, I got to stop. Right. Because I'm, I, I'm trying to rewire myself with that. But. When I get in that spot, man, I've I've got some things that I do, and hopefully some of this will help you help you if you're struggling with this. But every a lot of people hit me up to ask me what I wanted to do, so I break this down to a couple of different categories. And keep in mind, man, if you are struggling with this, if you are really having problems, um, you know, obviously reach out to somebody, talk to somebody. You know, you're not alone with this. If you're really really down in the dumps, man, and, and obviously there's there's prevention lines you should call and things of that sort. Absolutely. I'm not in. I'm not trying to say whatsoever. I am 
this is not, you know, medical advice. I'm not a, a licensed right. clinician, all the legal right. things that I need right. to say to protect. Yeah, we don't have counsel. Doing. I don't have counsel here today, so we got to say this John stuff. here. John, throw out <laughs> yeah, some expensive I'm doing the, words. Yeah, okay. give, me a four, give me a $4 word real yeah, quick, yeah, John. Uh, by the way, does Chris actually know the meanings and does he look these actually, up before he, he knows. comes in? He no, knows he, he is a walking encyclopedia. Before he comes in, no, 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 he no, doesn't no. need to look these up. No, he's a walking encyclopedia. And we sit there and we throw out, he throws out words and we'll check them every once in a while. Why don't you elucidate on that? Okay, there you go. Elucidate that strong word. I like that. That's good. There you go. We got it. But back back to what I was saying. So any of these things, man, if you just can get them in some sort of combination, and I really wish that the day that I felt bad, I could just say, well, this is what I need to do. I start doing this. But I mean, honestly, it takes me a couple of days to get my feet under me and get moving with this stuff. So the first thing that's very important um, is exercise, is Mm -hmm. getting something done. Um, And it doesn't have to necessarily be a 45 minute long, you know, hustle. Uh, you know, heavy gym session, go to the session, do something in your house, but you just got to get the blood pumping, man. Mm-hmm. You got to make a point that when you go to bed at night, um, if you're in one of these funks, try to get your shoes and shorts right next to the bed. So it's the first thing you do when you're done is just get the blood pumping, man. I, I totally agree with that. I think that you got to get something, either your body going or me personally, I just got to get my mind right when I wake up. So mm-hmm. I'll wake up and sit in the dark and kind of do like, little bit of almost meditation with my coffee we're getting to that get there yeah we're we're getting to that just like lorena i need to get running or doing something i run every morning now just for that reason because that brings me to my next point my next point is the best way to eliminate you know a lot of clutter from your brain is is getting a routine set a routine Mm -hmm. and stay in that routine like well you said i get up it's dark i drink coffee i you know look over a vet make sure to wake her up because she's gonna stab you (laughs) you and and, and then you and then you kind of go forward with your day i understand that but yeah you've got to be in some sort of a routine if you are the worst thing you can do is sleep till you wake up oh yeah is stay up watching TV for no reason. I mean, mm-hmm. go to bed, get up, get on a routine. Say, I'm going to go to bed this time. I'm going to get up at this time. You just Because again, it's like some general said, if you want to change the world, learn to make your bed. Because mm-hmm. at least you got one thing done. Yep. If you can go to, if you, and I'm telling you, man, when, when I get with this stuff, I am completely crippled. So it's like, going to bed at a certain time and getting up at a certain time is a win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's an absolute win well, when I can get this stuff going. You're probably bedtime's pretty... It's regimented. It's been that yeah. way my whole life. I mean, my mom, mom and dad ran the house. I mean, it was so structured. Dinner was at a certain, I mean, it was almost militant, yeah. but they're yeah. very good parents. And right. the way they raised me is like, they would tell me since I was a kid, junior high, hey, 18, you got to go. Right. You right. got to go. Just Guess mm-hmm. what? 18, I was gone. Yeah. That, they told because, me that my whole life. Because you are, you are. every time I see you, it's you're still getting up early no matter how It's late. regimented. Yeah, you're it's still sticking. Yeah. Yeah. And you're a real positive guy. Always. That, that, no, I mean, I, I have, I, you know, not always, but I would say 90% of the time. Yeah. yeah. I'm a very opt. I'm very optimistic. Yeah. I'm that guy. You call me up in the middle of the day. Hey, I don't have a job. I, my credit's crappy. I have yeah. no money. It's like, well, I got a program for you. Let's do it. Right. Yeah. You yeah. know, there's a way to get everything done no matter what you're doing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I agree. No, I agree. Next thing I have diet. Very important, mm-hmm. man. You are what you eat. If you are eating a bunch of junk, um, and again, this goes back to why do we eat crappy food? Because when you eat that Oreo, guess what happens? Mm-hmm. You get a shot of dopamine. Mm-hmm. You feel a little better for a second. God, you eat that. You eat that dumb. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> you know Oreos. They say. Did right, you Colt. see that? Uh, there was a study like ten years ago that Oreos are just as addicting as cocaine. Oh, I'm sure. Believe 100%. it. Oh, that's sure. why I don't do cocaine is because I saw how I did a line of Oreos. <laughs> and I'm like, nope, I'll, I'll be homeless in a week if I ever try cocaine. Yeah. Colt's out of the yeah. corner in Alabama right, City yeah. like, come on, come man. On. Come on, man. Give me Oreos. Where's your roller with Oreo? Yeah, started with the <laughs> Oreo. I just want to lick the cream out yeah. the center. Just the cream. That's all I want. That's oh, all I need. Man. But yeah, your diet is so important and what you put in your right. body matters. So I find when I get one of these folks, I got to get back on the liquid vitamins. I've got to, I can tell you the number one thing I love for this for diet that makes it easy is I love the juice, man. I love the green juice. Right. Uh, the, the green juice just makes you feel so you good. Like that, huh? I, I can't do that, but I am a big believer in you are what you eat type of deal. Right. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? You see people that are in shitty moods or just not feeling good about themselves and then they go to McDonald's. You're like, you think that's going to Because really they're chasing that dopamine. Vitam- you getting any vitamins out of that? You getting anything? So, no. Yeah. Well, I got Lorraine calling me all the time. What'd you eat for lunch today? 
Yeah. What'd you eat for lunch? Because she is She's on, on it with stuff. her diet. This yeah. is the Stabu Latina diet. She has salmon, asparagus, and a good carb every night for dinner. Not not necessarily salmon, but something good. She has totally changed my diet. Jeez. That's good. Yeah. That's a good thing. That's a good thing. Well, let's move on over to the mental stuff that I do. Um, I also, I, this is, I think, is so important, man, is if you're in the dumps and you're in, in the doldrums, you, you plan something to look forward to. If you don't have anything to look forward to, you're going to have a problem. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's a trip. I don't care if it's buying a new suit. I don't care what it is, but you need to figure out something Mm -hmm. to look forward to. It can be any, it can be literally anything. It doesn't have to be some giant materialistic thing. It can be something small, but you've got to absolutely look uh, for something to look forward to. Again, this goes back to that deal with like people that retire, pass away Mm -hmm. because they don't have anything to look forward to. All right. I, I'm a true believer of that. I mean, there's times that I'm like, all right, you know what? I'm just going to go to either my favorite restaurant tomorrow mm-hmm. or my favorite happy hour or something like that just to get me like, all right, we got something. But again, right. I mean, I think we're all, this room's a little blessed that if we really need to get somewhere, you guys, you go to your beach house all the yeah. time. I know right. you you and Lorena always go out down, so we always sneak out down. But something as simple as just going to your favorite restaurant. Whatever it is, just it. something to look forward to. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's all you need. Uh, like right now, what are you looking forward to, John? We're going to Disneyland in uh, Thanksgiving week. You, going, admit, you haven't been to Disneyland in a while, have it's you? It's been a while. <laughs> I know you are. No, you have. Because you're looking forward John, to it. You, you know, yeah, no, we haven't been there since my daughter was probably six years old. Oh, yeah. wow. And okay. uh, no, haven't been there in a while. And my mom and dad yeah. are actually driving down to go with us. And my okay. parents, uh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Call me. I about, know you're not. Call me about five hours into it. Let me know what's going on. <laughs> <laughs> Let me know what's happening there. Look at that. But this is, okay, let's, so, so get back to this. But, but this is... This is something that I really have to do and I catch myself. Um, for people that function at a high level or you know, now, not even function at a high level, man, it's just with so much information coming at you 24 mm-hmm. hours a day. You get this, you get mentally stretched is what kind of happens to me. Like for example, as we go through here, right now, man, over the last four or five months, I have tried to crash course myself into NFTs, crash course myself into crypto, crash course myself into all of these things, which has created a great amount of stress in my Mm -hmm, life. mm -hmm. Like I'm trying to learn all this stuff and I'm trying to watch this and I'm trying to watch that. And again, you know, God bless you if you're a giant crypto person doing great. I mean, the problem I have with crypto is the markets don't close. It doesn't stop. No, it's twenty four seven, and I get why the crypto millionaires are twenty two years old sitting in a, in a dorm yeah. room because they don't have kids. They're all night. <laughs> yeah, they got kids. I get it. But all of these things, and what happens is you see this happening. You're like, man, these guys are killing it. So I have FOMO. So I want to kind of learn about that so I can do it too. And then mm-hmm. now I'm doing this, and now I'm doing that, and now I've got this, and and before I know it, man, my brain is just spinning. Yeah. I'm spinning like a damn top, and. When, when that, that causes me so much anxiety and yeah. so much stress and so much. Is it worth it? No, well, that brings me to the next thing is when, when I stop to myself and I say, okay, what am I doing? Right. You, you know, what, what, why these things that I'm doing, all of this stuff that's adding, compiling and compacting all of the stress on top of me, why am I doing it? Is it, is it doing anything to help me? When the reality of it is, is. I'm an absolute expert in the real estate space as the two of you are as well. Mm-hmm. Like I don't necessarily need to go right, right. and do these other things. You don't need, I mean, at the end of the day, you don't need to be a billionaire to be happy. No, you don't No. Right. Let me ask you a question, John. What makes John Gafford happy? <laughs> not, not, not the family. <laughs> Man. What makes John? Cause somebody asked me that the other day. Yeah. And I, I told him, I was like, I had to think about it for a minute. I was like, you know what? I mean, I don't know. I mean, I know I, I like going out to eat, but what makes John right, right. Gafford yeah. happy? Yeah. What like right now? I, and, and well, and see that that take the kids, itself, take no, the no, family no, no, away. No, no, no. I, I'm with you. I hear, yeah. I hear you. And the answer to that is when I fail to have clarity on the answer to that question is when things start to spiral. Right. That's when they do. Mm-hmm. And trying to find the answer to that question, especially right. as you go through the seasons of our life, if you will. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That that the answer to that becomes increasingly tough. Now, some version of that answer is always the freedom to do whatever I want to do whenever right. I want to do it. But what I've also found is, if you don't know exactly what that is, most of the time it results in doing nothing, mm-hmm. <laughs> sitting yeah, in my house, does. literally doing yeah. nothing. Yeah, and but you know what? Sometimes that's what you need. 
sometimes sitting <laughs> around is. doing nothing is exactly what you need. You know, I, I've cleared out a lot of space. I, I have not watched anything on the news for mm -hmm. years uh, that change it. I've That's gotten smart. rid of a lot of people that would bring negativity around me. Mm -hmm. had to we're going to get, we're gonna get stuff, to that. We're going to get like, to that too. My Twitter is what I go to. And I was never a Twitter person, but then I got on. I'm like, Oh, I can see <laughs> what I want to see. Right. Like yeah. I don't have to, I can follow the Vegas stuff that I truly right. want to follow the, the market stuff I want to follow. And that's it. And I've cleared myself like this astral world thing. I had not a clue what the hell that was. These kids getting killed. That's, well, that's a whole yeah, different story. That's, a, that's yeah. a whole different thing. Well, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to come back and we're going to continue talking about ways to escape the funk, the dark passenger, if you will, with the return of Dexter. We'll be back in just a minute. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we have, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout. Back from the break, back from the break. Today we're talking about things that, or ways that you can implement into your life to get yourself out of the funk, uh, whatever it may be if you are uh, in, a, in a period of depression. Again, not a clinical psychologist, just trying to offer up some stuff that I do right. uh, when I need help with this stuff. Did I mention sunlight? Did we talk about I don't think I said sunlight. Oh, I think I skipped huge, over it, but dude, huge. get out side. I mm -hmm. think that I think that vitamin D, I, I think there's some study somewhere, it has a major effect on your mood oh, and everything absolutely. else. Get outside, get some sun. They, they say vitamin D is good for that, good for fighting stuff. I'm out in the sun quite a bit and I can tell a difference, right. you know, and that's why, that's why I, a lot of times, that's why I left Utah. I mean, those winters would make me depressed as hell. Oh, dude. But, no, that's, that would make me, if I don't see sunlight, I'm like, all right, Dude, it starts messing with me. The things. most miserable I've ever been in my life is when I had to live in Michigan for six months. Oh, yeah. And I was like, dude. And, right. you, and nope. you see it. I'm out. You yeah, see I'm it. And you go into those communities. You right. see people change compared to summer and winter. It's it's crazy. Oh, it's terrible. But back to this. We were talking about ask yourself why you're doing what you're doing, which is, which is really important. Sometimes you got to stop. And, I mean, a lot of the things that cause me a lot of stress and a lot of pressure, it's like, why am I even doing this? Yeah. Like, yeah. what's the point? Like, do I yeah. even need to be doing this? Um, just to let you know for the rest of the year, because the volatility and some of the investments that I've had between, you know, the markets and crypto, um, I'm slowly selling off. <laughs> my entire stock portfolio. I'm selling off everything right now. I'm selling all of really? it. Really? Putting everything into houses, man. Everything's going into houses. 100% back into real estate. Uh, real estate is the best. That's what you're good at. Mm -hmm. That's what I'm doing. It's, yeah. it's what I know, and it's, it's and it's in and it's inflation proof. It's right. always inflation. It's always That's inflation proof. Great about our there. jobs is. Mm -hmm. Good right. for inflation. We just make more money. So we do that. So yeah, that's gonna just the fact that I'm getting all that money into something that I know, understand, right. and so and have a, a. Why am I stressing myself out over this other stuff? There's no reason for it. it there's no reason for it. it. Doesn't make any sense. Um, next thing, don't attach happiness to things that you cannot control. Now. <clears throat> And I'm talking about, people think like, oh, the actions of others, if somebody does something mean to you, you can't control that. Yes, that's all well and great. I'm talking about at a granular, granular level, though. What I mean is like, for example, one of the joys of my life, and Colt knows this, is I love Florida State football as much as some people could love a human baby. Yeah, I don't know why and, you and put this yourself year, through that. Yeah, ex exactly. <laughs> and, 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 and dude, and, and I got to tell you, going through this funk the last couple weeks and then watching the team just get freaking smoked it's like when they lose you would think i'm on the damn team as hard as i is take it that it. bad for you yeah, well no 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 just because it coincides with what's going on with me okay. mentally oh, right? Right, right, right so when i'm in a bad spot mm -hmm. and then something like that you know i'm like i'm projecting into this thing that i have no control over to generate joy and happiness for me right and that is a losing profit. Well, <laughs> team, I, guess, I guess if you're an Alabama fan or something, it's probably okay. But, uh, yeah, but yeah. for me, that is a losing proposition. So, you know, don't look for happiness in things of which you have zero control. I totally, totally agree with that. And, and don't look for things of happiness that, you know, can fluctuate big time, right? Like some people will put things into certain things and then all of a sudden, yeah, maybe you're not – 
you stop drinking. Like I was a big cigar person, yeah. you know, and I put so no much more? of my happiness. Not no, not really? no. You know, it's just okay. again, I was just feeling like crap drinking and smoking the cigars I did, and Felt, and made I you feel I, yeah, like crappy. Yeah, and <laughs> then the next days, and I'm like, all right, well now what do I? I'm putting something into something really not that positive for me. Why am I right. putting all my happiness and joy into that? So well, that well that goes back yeah. to the to the chasing dopamine shots. You yeah, know, when you right. do that. You know, it only exasperates the problem because a lot of people, when they get depressed, what do they do? Start drinking, Start drinking. Mm -hmm. right? And then you wake up worse in the morning and now it's worse than it was the day before. Yep. So, you know, definitely looking for happiness in the bottom of a bottle or anything else you can find. You're, you're just, you may find it temporarily, Never but it's not going to be, gonna be fleeting. <laughs> oh, no. Don't get me wrong. But I'm I, not that I, I, drink I found, right. a, yeah, I found yeah. a couple yeah. laughs in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I found it, lasting but it happiness. Is, it's like, I, don't I have a great time that day. Yeah, that day. Speaking of which, the Christmas party, I have a great time. Yeah, that's Coming up, coming up. It, it, it is it is coming it's up that, that is a that, fact it, it, it is coming up <laughs> um so this is a huge one for me man huge which is this start asking people for exactly what you want um i think a lot of a lot of when i start spiraling i start to assume especially my wife knows exactly what i need and she mm -hmm. should know what i need she yep. should know mm -hmm. what i want she should know what she should get me and then when even though i've never i don't verbalize it to her mm -hmm. and then when she doesn't now i'm disappointed right. that she is not done what she needs to me and i think a lot of times when people are in these moods you expect others yep. to just know what you need. Right. And if you don't verbalize it to them exactly what you do need, I think people that are close to you, your spouse, mm -hmm. uh, you know, whoever it is, kids, coworkers, blah, blah. If you verbalize exactly what you need from them, people are pretty accommodating. Yeah. You know, I, for the yeah, most part, I, I do, I do okay. the, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt no, no, you, no, but I ahead. do the same thing. I don't verbalize things very well. Yeah. And, uh, my partner, Brady, um, you, you guys know, obviously yeah. know Brady, but I call him sometimes be like, Hey, um, I want to go to that restaurant this weekend. You know, yeah. you know that one. Yeah. And he'd be like, what? And I'll be like, well, yeah, the restaurant, you know, the one I like. And he'd be like, no, as I did that today. Yeah, you get mad at And he's like, what are you talking about? And I just expect certain people. Yep. I, yep. And I do that with my wife all the time. Well, well, the problem I do with my wife is I'm like, okay, um, hey, you know what would make me feel a little better? It's, it's bedtime. <laughs> you know, make me feel a little better. And she should just know that and this is what I need. Yeah. And this is 1955. And then, and then she comes, yeah. yeah. And then she comes exactly. in, gives me the kiss on the head, rolls over to go to sleep. Yeah. Yeah. And I lay there and I'm Get mad about it for off. 10 minutes. No, like, and I think it, that, you know, I, I don't think people realize that if you've suffered from this, you've usually been pretty good at masking it. Right. I, oh, I got, you know, John's, and that's what John's, I never knew. Right. I've been here, I think going on eight oh, years yeah. now. Yeah. Never. You would not, you would, you would yeah, never you know would if you ran never into, know. And you I don't think your spouse or your you partner would either. I mean, I just barely opened up to my spouse about this. Like maybe, I mean, it was right. Well, you're a COVID special hit. person, Cole. I know. I know. Yeah. <laughs> you are. But I, but I, you did, are. I had to open he sits, up. He sits in yeah. for one time and he's figured it out. Yeah. No, no, <laughs> but I, you're one of my favorite people here. I love I Cole. I don't know about that. No, but, you are. Yeah. But, but I, mean, I did. Lorena definitely knows when I'm in a bad mood. Yeah. And it makes, and she can out bad mood me any day oh, of the week. God. I, yeah. That's so, how my wife is too. That's. I've learned. Yeah. Somewhat. Yeah. I'm still sort of. But I have to tell my wife like, hey, you know, I'm in a funk. Which mm -hmm. means leave me alone in the mornings, right. you know, which means maybe take the kid if he wakes up too early, stuff like that. And I think that helps out. And I think it helps out because then I don't lash out at stupid shit, right? right. Like I used to take my anger and lash out at my kids or my wife over the stupidest stuff. And, it's, and they're like, what the hell is going on? It's just because mm -hmm. I'm in those funks. Mm -hmm. so. Right. Yep. No, no, for, for sure. We need a big word, by the way. You got um, time, yeah, time I mean, for a big I, word. I'm glad you're you're really elucid elucidating everything. <laughs> I really I I can't believe Chris, he's like. Am I saying this? I one? can't even believe it Chris knows all these. Oh, I watch oh, him. No. And he, I can tell he's a super sharp guy. Oh yeah. <laughs> He, he, I, half the time we just check him because he rambles such <laughs> big words and they're right. And yeah, they're attorney. right though. Yeah, Every but time. it's like, it's not even that he's somewhat right. They are word for oh, word. Oh, yeah. the sure. dictionary. And using them with a sentence. Oh, yeah. yeah. And using yeah. them with a sentence. Right. So the next thing I would say that, I, the next thing I would say that's a very important in, and I think you, I think you see this with any self-help guru, you know, whatever it is starts with this, which is lead with gratitude. Um, you got to wake up every morning and as bad as things are, as bad as they seem, whatever it is, you, you, everybody got three things that, that you're grateful for. 
Right. <laughs> and, you know, like, uh, again, I've said this before on this show. I'll say it again. My buddy Bradley has a thing he, he does in his little spill where he says, like, look, if I told you I could give you a million dollars, would you take it? People are like, sure. And he's like, what if I told you you take the million bucks, but you don't get to wake up tomorrow? Would you still take it? People are like, no. And he's like, well, the fact that you get to wake up tomorrow is worth more than a million bucks. Mm-hmm. So the fact that you even yeah. open your eyes in the morning, first thing. Right. That's a million dollar win. 100%. One million dollar win right there. And, and you got to start by thinking and really spend that. Like Colt said, he spends 10 minutes in the morning just kind of laying there in the dark. Um, you got to spend a couple of minutes really focused on what you're grateful for. And right. if you start that way, because the mind, I think it, there's a domino effect that happens with your brain. The ball, the ball gets rolling one way or the other. If it gets going Absolutely. negative, mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like I love when people say, oh, bad things happen in threes. Right. Well, because the first yeah, bad thing happens. And if you believe that, now right. you're looking for two and three around the corner. Mm-hmm. And what you look for, you tend to find. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> right, 100% of the time. And I think that's the same thing can be said with leading with gratitude. So you've got to start leading with gratitude, thing, seeing things in a way that uh, I'm grateful for these things and feel the gratefulness going through. And you, at the same time, you've got to start pushing those negative thoughts out of your mind. Mm-hmm. Uh, as far as pushing negative thoughts out of your mind, there's a book that I live and die by. Um, it's a Ryan Holiday book. It is a, uh, it's, it's a classic look at it. It's a modern look at classic stoicism. It's called The Obstacle is the Way. If you're struggling with this, I cannot recommend anything more to you than that book uh, because essentially it just shows that nothing really has meaning until you give it meaning. Now, the worst part about being depressed or anything else is none of this makes any sense. No. Like, there's no reason. Like, there's no reason you feel bad about anything. None. Right. I just watched a documentary, and you probably don't know who he is, but you would on Jay Balvin, right? Mm -hmm. And this guy is. He deals with this nonstop. And this guy is, you don't know who Jay Balvin is. He's, he's as big as Drake, like in the yeah. world. This guy is huge and has the world by it. That You know, and you watch somebody like that right. where millions of people are hitting him up all day long, telling him how great he is, and he still struggles with it. Yeah. Like, yeah. There's times you cannot, it doesn't matter how great life's going. No, 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 for sure. And then you're, there's your environment. So that's big. This this is yeah. big. This is big. And here's a big one, man. This is something that I do that is that is crazy. We all have those little things at our house, those little things in our life that drive us batshit crazy that you don't do anything about. Mm-hmm. All right. You need to take as many of those triggers as you can and eliminate them. Case in point, you're sitting right in that chair right now. Right. All right. You're talking to a microphone. Right. right? That microphone is on a stand. Mm-hmm. Right. That microphone was screwed to that chair for the first two months we did this. Okay. And it was like a free form flop <laughs> explosion. It was all over the damn all the place. Time. <laughs> it drove me crazy. Chris would talk into it. It would start to drift over here. And I'd lose his voice. It would come <laughs> back right under. Slap his, him in his it, face. Yeah, slap, <laughs> it was all. It was all over the place. It drove me nuts. Right. Till finally one day I said, "Enough is enough." After two months of dealing with this, and I fixed it by, if you'll notice what it's on, that is a right. that is a spray painted black cinder block. Total cost one dollar and twenty nine cents to no fix more. a problem that. Irritated me for two months. months. Right. Um, at my house the other day, because again, coming out of the funk, I'm like, what triggers me? What starts me off? Uh, the first thing is the great sock hunt. Um, mm-hmm. Since my son's feet have become close and similar size to my feet. You got cooler socks. Well, no, there I got socks all over the damn place. Okay. It's who knows where my socks are. Right. So it's this great sock Easter egg hunt. But the problem is, I have all these old socks still in my drawer. So when you look at my sock drawer, it looks as though they are full, even though I haven't worn these socks forever. <laughs> so what did I do? I ordered thirty six pairs of the same socks and threw out all my old socks. Right. So, I did the same thing this last weekend. Yeah, the sock hunt is over. The sock hunt yeah. ends. I was like, why? <laughs> I've got brand new socks. They have holes in them. I'm fine. That my kids doing the same thing. I did the same thing. I. Went through a whole drawer of socks because it's pissing me off every morning. Uh-huh. No, y- y- you have to. And then another trigger, when I would put on a, when I put on a long sleeve shirt and I didn't get my half inch break over my, as, as, as the lovely Colt will demonstrate for the people Colt's watching on YouTube, no joke. when you don't get the half inch break in the jacket, mm-hmm. would drive me insane. And for some reason, I wound up with all these white shirts that did that. Right. They got all wrapped up this weekend. Off they went. <laughs> I found a shirt that has the right break on the, on the, on the sleeve, and I ordered all new shirts for that's that. Good. And, uh, and yeah, so that's, that's, that's two pro- – here's the thing. Those two things may sound so stupid to somebody listening to this, you. but to me, 
it's part of my routine and it sets me going in the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. It sends that momentum in the wrong way. So I have to eliminate any trigger that does this. Right. Now, where's the number one place where if we all have triggers that do this? Work? Nope. Where? Social media. Oh, one. You, yeah. You follow people on social media. I piss you off. You see people. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see people. punch every single time you see them. Every <laughs> single time you look at them, you watch their posts. It irritates you. It grinds you. It, it may be me. <laughs> you may be looking at this one out. I hate yeah, that I, guy. If I'm, I'm that guy, John. seriously, if I'm that guy for you, please, please just unfriend me, delete me, unfollow, right. whatever. But some people do can't that. do that. Right. They, they have to see what you're doing no. because they're interested. No, but it's not, but I'm telling you, it's not good for you. No. If, if the stuff that I'm doing no. makes you mad, right. it's not good for you. And I don't want to be part of anything that's not good for you. I basically eliminated getting on social media for the yeah. most part. Uh, I mean, almost a hundred percent. I don't really post anything. I've been out of state multiple times. I don't, I just don't, I haven't been doing it lately at all. We'll do this. Here's a, here's a test. Yeah. Here's a, here's a good test for you. I did that. I actually did this this morning just to see. Right. I said, okay, I'm going to scroll hundred posts down and I'm going to say how many of them make me feel either mm-hmm. angry, jealous, <laughs> Or just how idiotic is this? You get jealous? Of course. Really? Of course. I don't see that. Of course. Because I mean, and and not not the fact that you're not human, but it's just your... I think anybody that says they don't get jealous is just... I don't don't think you get jealous. Why do I invest? Why don't I invest the last three months learning about crypto and NFTs? Well, it's not jealousy. You, you're motivated. It, no, it's not motivated. It's like, dude, okay. I see these kids killing it, and I want to kill it too. I, no, I FOMO, get that. Buddy. FOMO. I, I don't know. I just don't see works. it. No, no, no. It, it, I'm, I'm very rarely je- Here's the thing. I very rarely get jealous of what others have, right. with the exception of one thing, and that's knowledge. Yeah. If I think yeah. somebody knows more than I do, right. it, it drives me nuts. Right. And it does, and it grinds me. And there's no reason for that because these are people, like, for example, I, I'll give you a great example. My dude, Sean Kelly, who's made eight figures in crypto made eight figures in nft right you know we were texting the other night and he he sent me the comment and he said something about let me try to find it but it was something about man yeah i'm still trying to figure this real estate game out and i'm like i could literally walk into a town blindfolded yep. and buy the best deal and get it flipped and here's this cat who's like no oh, i'm just trying to figure it out bro just it, it's it's and i think i think that's what people don't realize is you're good at something in life, right? Right. You know, when people are like, oh, you got the gift to gab or you're this or that. That's a true gift, by the way. Yeah, mm-hmm. it really is. It is. But find something you're good at, right? Mm-hmm. If you're not somebody that can talk to people, maybe you're a good coder, right? right. You can go build stuff. You maybe go get in the crypto game. And I think that when you try to put yourself around, A, the environment you're probably not good in, mm-hmm. I think you're going to create more stress, yep. in my opinion. And back to social media, it is you've got to stop following people that really piss you off. Yeah, you have to. I don't don't get on social media as much as, you know, most people do, but I do get on, flip through, and there's people I'm like, God, I'd pay anything to go be able to punch them in their face, right? And it's like, why am I even looking at giving them time of the day? Yeah, it's the stupid thing. You're letting them control your mind. Yep, Yep. exactly. Next thing, get dressed for success. Um, you know, Superman has an outfit for a reason mm-hmm. because when he puts that on, he becomes Superman. Same thing right. with Batman. He becomes Batman. That's what, how it works. So if you're at a place where you're like, dude, I can't get anything done. I don't feel like doing anything. Sitting there in sweatpants all day. That ain't going to do ain't, it. Ain't, ain't going to help you. No. You got to get that on, which is funny when you say like, oh, I, I would never guess that you ever had these fits of, de- of this. Never. On the days when you see me looking the best, that's probably the days that I'm okay. mentally exactly, the worst. Exactly, right. Because getting I'm like, dressed makes you it feel is. good. It is. It's, it's tricking me into into performing at a, at a level that's better than what I'm doing. Right. That's what it's doing. And it's, it's funny because people sit there and will leave their house looking like shit. And you're like, and you expect to get anything done like done. that. Yeah. No uh, matter what you do, whether you're working at a fast food restaurant yeah. or whether you, if you dress for success and I've told my kids that yep. you, you leave the house when you leave the house and I see my son now he wears, he's a shoe guy. So yep. he's always, any kind of shoes. He has old Jordans from like 15 years ago, 20 years ago. They look like brand new. So he's always cleaning them, always oh, taking care of yep. his clothes. Yep. So you dress for success. That's it. Yep. I, I, 100%. If I go to the gym, I'm ironing my shirt, right? Yeah. Like I am that person, but it not only dress for success, you know, I think we're all three big, big believers of that, but like just simplistic stuff is and like your car. Your car. You know, you know, yeah, that's exactly you know, what you know, I was just going to yeah. say. 
and your car. If I get in my car and there's stuff laying around, it pisses me off while I'm driving to work. And I'm, you'll see me every it's a trigger. morning. And it, it's a trigger. it does. And I'm out there throwing shit out into the I dumpster. Go, I do morning. randoms too with with the with the team. Yeah. We went and showed some houses with the team, and I said, "Hey, I'm going to ride with you there and yeah. you back." And I saw one agent. Show, oh well, do, 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 do. I said, "No, no, no. I'm riding with you back." Yeah. Get in her car. I literally. It smells like a '90s rap video. And I said, God. "It's wait. It smells like a '90s rap video or rap like a rap Dr. Dre? No, not rap. Not rap. No, no, no. Like, like a rap cigarettes video. and cocaine. <laughs> no, I get How in her car. Smell like a rap video. And I said, <laughs> it's not a pleasant. I don't think they have a candle for that. The I said, I think I got company. a contact sitting in your car. Yeah. I was like, this doesn't work. Okay. I said, if you want to know why you're not able to capture the people that you that you're trying to capture." This is why. Yep. You're probably smoked on the way here. Yep. She goes, Yeah. I said, oh, No. I said, No. If you want to be on the team, that ain't going to work. Do that. Yeah. Clean yourself you up. You can't. Like That's cars, it. cars, your house. If I wake up and my house is like a mess, if I go downstairs, it throws my whole mar- morning off. Right. And people might not realize it affects you. But so I just had oh. somebody come into my office yesterday. Perfect example. I spent three hours with this person. Right. I'm like, Where have you been? I haven't heard from you for a month. Right. And they're like, oh, this. And what it came down to is their house is, um, you know, dirty. And they just, it throws their whole day off. And they have nothing going on. That little trigger has ruined a month of this person's yeah. life. Yeah. No, no, dude, because I'm telling you, the ball will get rolling in the wrong yep. way. Let's see. Uh, back to dress success. You ever have that day when you go in your closet and you start trying stuff on to go somewhere and everything looks like crap? So yes. you wind up throwing, like, all of it away? Yes. You ever have that? Well, now you realize you got fat. Yeah, you're that not. You're not. Yeah. That's what. Yeah, no, that's that's the day. That's what yeah, that's happened to day. me, and I lost twenty pounds. But if you're one of those people that is like just your, your clothes wind up in a giant pile, yeah, you're not alone. I've done no. That. But, <laughs> yeah. uh, but dressing for success, you don't know when your next break's going to be in life. Mm-hmm. You absolutely will never know. You might run in. I've ran into people at grocery stores, yeah. at random bars, at the uh, at the uh, gym. My biggest, my life changing thing is I ran into a guy at a funeral. Wow, that's what changed me. That's where I'm. Why I'm sitting where I'm sitting now. Really, because of a funeral, right? And I was young, but I dressed nice for the funeral and stuff. And everybody else is like, eh, just in. Did he look like Santa Claus? Are we going back to that story? <laughs> no, that was when I was super young. <laughs> oh, that's super young. That's you Santa guys Claus give me shit. I got to hear about this story. Yeah, almost Santa saved Cole from drowning. I almost drowned, and that was not a fun <laughs> and Santa, experience. And Santa and saved him. He wasn't Santa. He's too skinny for Santa, but well, he what? was an angel. No. Again, he was okay. an angel. Right. Okay. Again, he was an angel. He was. <laughs> he said, no, I asked him how tall. He said he was too skinny. He goes, he was probably 6'1", about 165. I'm like, yeah, like okay, one, you were too one, young to swim. I'm like, you were too young to swim, but you can profile, profile. a guy. Like, perfectly. <laughs> I almost died, and he saved me. You don't forget about that. You don't forget about an angel saving you. Hey, I'm. There you go. Sure. You Thank wouldn't you. have ever met that guy or whoever if you'd have been dressed in sweatsuit. If I would That's have true. not been in a nice uh, swimsuit that I was wearing. No, no. I've, had, I've oh. met Lorena out sometimes for lunch, and she gets done at the gym, and I'll be wearing a suit. She'd yeah. be like, what are you doing? I'm like, I just want to look good today. Just, exactly. I just feel like looking good. Exactly. I got my Louis Vuitton why you, glasses on. Why, why are you all dressed up? Because I'm in a I'm in a glass case of emotions. <laughs> emotional wreck. That's, 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 right. that's why I look great today. Yeah, there it is. Uh, Next thing, talk about patterns. Um, to do list. I find that I, I'm always a to do list guy. It's something that's important to me. But I find when I'm in these fits of, of the doldrums, I, you got to get your to do list done, man. Um, oh, big time. And when I say have it done, I just mean you have to add things continually to the to do list because you're not going to be highly productive during these nope. bouts of this mm-hmm. stuff. You're just not. But you've got to accumulate the things that you should be doing in a in a concise Priority. way. Is it like accumulating the things you're supposed to do is in a weird sort of way, kind of like, okay to getting them done. So I just try to start accumulating my list of everything I need to do uh, that I can come back to. Funny thing about your to-do list, especially if you're as busy as I am, is when you come back to it, you realize 30% of it, you didn't really have to do anyway, mm-hmm. which is what's kind of funny. Uh, and you, if you are in these funks, you just can't shut down guys. Like, you know, I had somebody that, you know, somebody called me super pissed off. And I'm like, what's going on? They're like, this person, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, well, they had COVID. They were sick. And this person's like, 
good for them. I don't give a shit. They mm-hmm. had a yeah. job to do. Yeah. So you yeah. got to realize your customers. Doesn't care. They don't care. They, don't, they care. don't care if you're in this funk or if you're sick or whatever. So prioritize, get stuff done still while well, you're doing and, it. And that, that brings me to my, my next thing, which is delegate what you can. Um, mm-hmm. Especially if it's going to affect a customer. Delegate, get help, get somebody to assist you with what you're doing. And don't, for the love of God, if you're in a place where you can't take on any more, like you just know you're not going to be productive right now, you don't have to say yes. You can say you can say no. Right. You can pass off a client to somebody. If you know you're not going to service them the way they should be serviced mm-hmm. and it's going to do long-term damage to your business, hand them off to someone else. Right. It's that, in the best interest of everybody to do that. That's a whole no, no Benver thing, right? And I was like, what's that? Going around social media and say no to stuff. Right, like saying no is just as important as saying yes to stuff. It's very opinion. hard for me to say no. Yeah, but you know what? Like, I, what I but I get it. Like two years ago, what I was finding is people were throwing me such little deals that would take me months to right. get done, and I was, I was saying yes to them, and then they're getting mad because it's like, well, this, and I'm like, God, they're looking for something pretty much impossible to find, and if I do find it, I'm making like a thousand bucks off of it, right? And so, for me what that was doing is making me look bad, right. you know, and, and I've tried to delegate stuff out, which is just a little bit harder to do on the commercial right. side than re- the residential. But mm-hmm. yeah, saying no is just as important as saying yes. Well, I had a guy call me up about uh, a month ago and he's bought two homes. Bought them? That, that bought, isn't that. Bought. <laughs> See, okay, you were doing words. so well. You are doing so well. You are so well on the big words. Do you need I'm to go so, to the big words stack for this? Hold on, hold on, big words stack. John, you really think you're vainglorious, okay? <laughs> what is that? Vainglorious. I uh, think, think you're cool. Think it means you think vainglorious. Cool. Vainglorious. Okay, so, <laughs> I love that one. Vainglorious. Hey, Chris, I mean, I'm the glory. I'm the opposite of Chris. I have bought, okay? It's a Vegas word, okay? It's a Vegas. So he bought two homes. We just go with done bought. He bought a bunch of houses Two homes. from other people, okay? <laughs> yep. And he had asked me questions before. And so he hit me up for some information on something. And basically, I was just like, why am I going to help you? Yeah. Like, what? I said, I didn't even respond. Yeah. Why would I help you when you've went to other people? Going it doesn't make any woman. sense. It's not going to do anything for me. It's probably because the other person's hot. 100%. Yeah. Yeah. I had a buddy, the same thing. He goes, I get this guy calls me all the time. Then I found out. The lady showing him is freaking a model. He's like, right. why am I helping this guy? Right. Yeah. I, I'm a big believer. Say no. Well, they're saying no, but that brings me to my final thing that I do um, to help get me out of these little, little little funks that I get in, which is really what we're doing right now, man. It was the purpose of that oh, post yeah. yesterday. It was the purpose of what we're doing right now, which is help others. Mm-hmm. If you If you need help, Help somebody else. Right. I mean, if you put out in the universe uh, what you need, it tends to come back in spades. Mm-hmm. So helping somebody else will definitely come back to help you. It feeds. Right. I think it's the number one thing that feeds the soul. I think uh, there's nothing more soul nourishing than, than helping someone else. And it's not like looking at someone else's misery and being like, oh, man, I don't have so bad. It's just <laughs> right. genuinely being invested. Is that why you hang out with me so yes, much? It like, yeah. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. This guy's Well, my hairline feels better yeah. because of it still. Right. But no, but that's the, that's the answer is is if you if you really want help yourself, go help somebody else. Oh, I think if you help other people, you get around other people helping, you just realize the world is good, things are good. You know, uh, uh, you know, the worst thing to tell somebody is just smile. Life's great, right? Like right. that's that's the worst thing to tell somebody that's I'm, going through these funks. Like let them yeah. talk it out, understand them, leave, give them their space, leave them alone. Sometimes I'm going to be honest, you guys. When I am down at all, like yesterday, I was I just got over COVID. And I've sort of been like in a funk, like just real tired and just like really like unmotivated. Like what are mm-hmm. you going to do? Uh, I don't really care. I'm just like whatever. I saw Lorena, she goes, what are you doing? I said, I'm going to the office because when I get around the office, there's so much positive energy here. I talk, I go, you see me, I go to every office in here. Mm -hmm. Everybody in here is cool. I love everybody. Mm -hmm. I leave out of here and I felt so good yesterday. That's all I needed. Filled me up. Yep. Yep. Just just being around positivity. Yes. Being around positivity. If you went into an office that was all a bunch of piece of shits and everything, you'd do the opposite. And that's- I've worked in a place like that before. Yes. And that's why I tell people all the time, it is you sometimes you gotta drop friends that have been around your whole life, right? Or right. you have to drop family members. Like mm-hmm. it, you've gotta have positive, positive people. And it's funny because 
you know, I know people in this office suffer from depression, really bad and stuff, and you'll never show, they'll never show no. it, right? Like everybody's yep. positive in this, this area. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, at the end of the day, we all get in funks, but it's about being resilient. Mm-hmm. It's about understanding that uh, sometimes there's no reason or catalyst for this. There's no rational thought process that, that leads to those feelings, but that's just where you are. Mm-hmm. And it's about understanding that you can do something about it, man. You can bootstrap yourself. Now, obviously there's people that are clinical, that are clinically with some, some some imbalances that need some additional help and need some additional, you know, medication or whatever it is. Um, highly recommend if this is somebody, if I'm talking to you and you have really, really battle with this, I highly recommend you get some help. I'm going to do that. You're not, yeah, don't be embarrassed, man. When I saw that J Balvin documentary, like this guy's getting major help on stuff and struggles big time. When you're a superstar like that, look at Chris Cornell, man. Yeah, I mean, there's so many great, great people that have passed away, and you know, it's just it's sad. So don't be embarrassed. Everybody, everybody has some some demons. That's it, man. Don't be embarrassed. Well, guys, I hope you liked the show today. I hope it was, uh, I hope it was somewhat therapeutic for you. Cause I know it was for me, man. I, I love helping others. And I, this, this definitely fed my soul today. If, but I'm, you know, even though it was a serious topic, I'm still getting the same show the same way we always do, <laughs> which is if you like what we do, tell a friend, but if you hated it, please tell too. Cause it doesn't matter if they're talking good or bad. What Colt? As long as they're talking about as you. As long as they're talking about you. Yep. See you next time. Hey, it's John Gafford. If you want to catch up more and see what we're doing, you can always go to thejohngafford.com where we'll share any links that we have, things we talked about on the show, as well as links to the YouTube where you can watch us live. And if you want to catch up with me on Instagram, you can always follow me at thejohngafford. I'm here. Give me a shout.